Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I'm your host, Sean Garman. Here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Uh, Daniel is otherwise indisposed at the moment, so no idea. Uh, he might be back next week. We'll see. But either way, there is plenty to talk about here. Just to remind folks, we did do a show on Friday, which was supposed to be the last Tuesday show due to the hurricane. So technically you're getting, uh, you know, two shows pretty close to each other. If you didn't get to go check out the last episode, whether it's on, uh, video or on audio, please go do that. We had plenty to say about, uh, quite a few topics, but this week we got a heck of a ton of CD project news, more cyberpunk, more Witcher. And even a new IP, we got Sony and Microsoft continuing to do their thing over the Activision Blizzard deal, and even more movie and TV news. If there wasn't enough already, we got more of that. All that after this. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Alright, and just so we can get it out of the way, of course, if this is your first time listening or hundredth time listening, either way, we always appreciate you and thank you for that. You can always watch us live, whether it's on Twitch or um, you can watch us on the Twitter, W2 Network on both of those. You can watch us on our Facebook page, W2 Network as well. Um, you can go listen to us or watch us on demand on YouTube. There's a network on YouTube and you can go follow me on at WTM Sean on Twitter, follow Mark the Humanity Plague, or you can just go listen later. Um, should always bring up this that if you watch on video, usually it hits YouTube pretty quickly after we do the show. A lot of times on the audio, it kind of depends on my schedule. I might be able to get it out pretty quickly. If not, it could take a whole day, but it does get out to Apple and Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. You can listen to it on there, um, either WTM Network on there or just look for video games to the mess. You can just get our feed whenever we do a show. It'll be there for you. So that being said, let's get to it here. This is one of those times, you know, sadly, we don't have Jens here to talk about one of his favorite uh, studios doing a lot of stuff. Uh, Mark, a lot of CD Projekt Red and CD Projekt News happening as they did basically like a whole, this is what we're doing for the next who knows how many years. <laughs> um, a little bit of everything. So I guess just to outline it really quick for, um, you know, to add, for throwing over to Mark to give opinion, we got a sequel to Cyberpunk 2077. After they just said that they weren't going to do anything else involving cyberpunk that was game related, they were going to do other media things um, aside from the expansion that's coming next year at some point. So now we know there's a new sequel. Um, there is a lot of Witcher stuff. There's three new Witcher games, a new trilogy coming, and then also two different projects coming from uh, Witcher. One is being made by... Uh, Molasses Flood, which is the team that um, made the Flame in the Flood game. That's an indie game that came out. What was it like? I will find the date. 
or it's pretty old. Yeah. You know, that studio has kind of stayed together. Um, you can actually, in Jason Schreier's like most recent book, you can actually read their, their story. Um, in there, how they formed and what happened with that game and everything is actually really interesting. But either way, they're also working with another third party studio to make another Witcher title as well. And then they're also making a brand new IP that is actually being fostered in side CD projects. So it's not based off of a book or something else. It's actually like a whole new thing that they're making. <laughs> so, and then also the co-founder, and CEO uh, Marcin Nowinski stepped down as well after almost 30 years of being with the company. So, I mean, a lot to discuss there, Mark. I mean, a lot going on. They just decided today to announce all this here. How much of this interests you? <laughs> well, the cyberpunk stuff is interesting just because, you know, it feels like it's all off the back of Edge Runners that we have had this total revamp love for cyberpunk happening all of a sudden. And then they've gotten to the point where, Hey, we're just going to, not only are we doing an expansion to that game, we're just doing a whole new sequel. Um, just crazy. How a, a, the difference a week makes. Yeah. How um, much, how much edge runner stuff do you think is going to be in this new game? Do you think it's just going to be cyberpunk edge runners or. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool if they did that. I mean, because you'd have people that watch that anime and then been able to play the first game and then have something that kind of just goes right off of that. I would think it'd be much more like the first game, but now that they don't have to use that red engine, maybe it will run a lot better and they can do a lot more with it that they wanted to do. I mean, I know you're going to sound crazy. I hope the game is lesser in scope or smaller in scope because like that game world is too big. That and, seems like totally and, not what they have become. Yeah, but that's a problem because I didn't finish Witcher 3 because it was too large. I mean, Witcher right. 2 was like manageable. It was like 20 to 30 hours. Witcher 3 is like, you know, here's 100 hours and you're doing the same stuff kind of over and over. Yeah. And Cyberpunk, like, I didn't finish that either because like I've kind of got to where I needed to be and I'm kind of bored everything everything by now. So I would say Witcher stuff is kind of maybe possibly interesting. The Cyberpunk stuff not at all because I'm I'm the one who's played Cyberpunk between us. So Yeah. Uh, I mean the fact that they're like really going full bore on this with like a whole new trilogy and then also just two other games as well. Like they really are making this about supporting the franchises. And they've said that they're they're doing like a flywheel thing with the franchises where this is going to happen more. They're going to let other people do stuff with these and obviously bounce that off into other media as well. Like, what do you think about that? Like, that's weird. You don't see that happen too often when it's like, usually it's your franchise. You're the one, it's your babies at that point. Like, right. You're the, you think about Nintendo or Sony or, yeah, but those are first, yeah. those are first party, or you know, those those are the guys making the game or making the consoles. So, I mean, right? But still, like, you don't see Ubisoft going and having a studio outside of Ubisoft make Assassin's Creed. No, but you see them kind of making Ubisoft making a Mario game. <laughs> well, but that I mean, that's different though, and it's not a like core Mario title, and that's really just or like 
I don't know the developer. I can't I don't know the developer, but like they made that uh rhythm or that Legend of Zelda rhythm game. They you know the yeah the that game to Hyrule. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure they're just kind of busy doing other shit. And as long as they find people, you know, believe me, I'm su- sure the studio that will be doing this game will be well supervised by CD Projekt Red. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure they will as well. It's not just going to be being done out there with with no supervision. But um, I definitely think that it is just interesting that they've just decided to, okay, we are doing the one new IP. So it's not like they're just going on those two franchises. They are doing something new. Yeah. But it's like, oh, this is going to continue, right? Like this is this is really going to keep on. And this is what we're really planning on. Uh, it doesn't mean that they won't maybe come up with something else new, right? But well, I mean, it's, yeah, they're not for as big as they are. Kind of, they only have two franchises or two right. IPs. So yeah, it's either going to be this Cyberpunk or Witcher, and you know they're not going to make like a driving game, like a racing game, anytime soon, or a sports game. So yeah, yeah definitely not. I mean, yeah, and at least they're. They're supporting that. Uh, I mean, they kind of need to with uh, how successful the Witcher like series has been for Netflix and everything else. I mean, people want more Witcher stuff, so and they're you're still going to get Witcher three supposedly at some point this year. So that's so. a question: Is do you think the new Witcher fran- series will not take off of the franchise, but have more in common with that? Yeah, right. Because they said that Witcher three that's it for Geralt. Right, he's not gonna be coming back believe me i'm so, sure garrett will be back but not this time he'll be voiced by henry cable <laughs> you think they're they're really gonna get him to i don't know i mean some act some actors like a paycheck but some some other actors like to do it you know because like the character i mean i'll look at keanu reeves yeah i mean well definitely the fact that they got keanu reeves back uh for that was still surprising to me but Plus it's not yeah. like you know Henry, you know, Henry Cable won't be, you know, wearing the stupid armor or, you know, doing athletic work, you know, to be voicing a character. So, should they, he'd be a-okay with that. <laughs> the the thing is, like, will they just make it a different character altogether? Or are they going to, you think they would try to use one of the, um, like, Siri or Jennifer or something like that to take it off? I don't know. I think... I think it's the problem of that character is too recognizable with the franchise. Okay, yeah, I, that's that's certainly possible as well. I just I don't know how much you've played of you know the the Witcher in general to know if there's somebody that's been used in the series that they could just no. Use I them, mean, no. one problem also. Well, I've played like I said, played two and some of three, but. Like there aren't that many witchers in the world or in the in right. the universe. Like the most of them are like killed off or, you know, not around. Like there are a few, but like not like you barely come across any in those games. Yeah. And, like the one, the the one you come across in Witcher Two is like as like the evil, like the bad guy. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, they went through the whole process of showing you like the tech that they could use in the next Witcher and everything. Uh, now that they're using like Unreal, so I mean, they obviously definitely have huge plans for it, and um, it is going to be what they're going to be doing for a while. So uh, I'm excited to see what that new IP is going to be. 
they are possibly going to be, you know, making it based off of. They said that they're not even in, they're barely in what you would call like planning phase or some kind of pre-production. I think they said they like barely started it sometime last year. So don't expect that anytime soon. Or Let me throw this out there for you. A hundred hour long dating simulator. I mean, couldn't you make that case that it's already that anyway? Yes, but no other gameplay. It's just, it's just a uh, visual romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I mean, they already really want you to to do those relationship stuff in those games anyways. I, I don't know anything else that you really... I mean, we haven't touched on the, the CEO leaving. I mean... I uh, have no opinion. I mean... Yeah. He probably, he probably feels that the studio is now in a good place, and he's... I guess he's been there for 30 years, so I'm sure he wants to do something yeah i mean he's still staying there as a i guess to help the board right he's not yeah um that old chestnut (laughs) yeah he's and he's still gonna kind of be sort of involved on the sidelines but he's not involved with the team anymore like he used to be so i mean it is good for him yeah they didn't like force him out or he's not like (laughs) exactly that's what i was gonna say like at least it didn't get to the point where they Everything went south and they had to force them out or whatever. Um, obviously we shouldn't, uh, just act like let's, you know, turn the page on what happened. I mean, obviously there was crunch involved with that game. There was other bad things that happened with the game, the way the game came out, everything else. We shouldn't just disregard that now that they have all this good press, but hopefully, you know, with these, these things going forward, we are going to have better news coming out of that studio. Um, that's not negative. Um, yeah. And that's, that's what you want when you, you're making games. It's already hard enough. You don't want that stuff happening. So yeah. Um, I, I think that kind of closes that chapter on us talking about, uh, CD project stuff. There will be, I'm sure more information that comes out. So we'll continue to keep talking about it. But hey, let's actually talk about some games for a little bit here. Um, Microsoft revealed their Xbox Game Pass games for the first half of October, and they actually have some uh, decent stuff here as far as the games that they have promised that were going to come this year. Um, they come towards the middle of the month with Scorn actually coming out a week early on October 14th, and then Plague Tale Requiem, that's the sequel to Plague Tale, uh, coming out on the 18th. So, And those are coming to everything. Uh, cloud PC and uh, Xbox. And then, of course, you have some other stuff here. Uh, Showbury 2 is out right now. Uh, that's on everything. If you didn't get to play that yet, I've heard good things. So ch- go check it out. Medieval Dynasty, apparently uh, possibly a day one game on the new consoles. And that's on Series X. And then you get The Walking Dead Season 1 and 2 on PC. If for some reason you haven't played that yet, definitely yeah. go check out season one, uh, for sure. Season two is, it starts, um, kind of going down after once you get to there and the first costume quest, which is pretty decent. Yep. Um, I like that one quite a bit. Uh, evil and then Dyson Spear program, which is PC only as well. So it's pretty decent stuff for the first half of the month. Uh, definitely excited to check out Scorn and Plague Tale when those two come out. Uh, towards the middle of the month. I've been waiting on Scorn for a while, and of course, Plague Tale was one of my favorite games, the first one in the year it came out, so 
definitely hoping that the second one continues that when it's supposed to be bigger and have more choices. Yeah. For sure. Well, another game, another big game that technically we don't know if it's going to be involved with Microsoft or not, but technically Microsoft intended to acquire this company, Overwatch 2, and Blizzard, of course, Overwatch 2 free-to-play came out Barely. yesterday, <laughs> and it had the queue is long, uh, as you would expect with most Blizzard launches, but then they got hit by a DDoS attack, which that sucks. Um, did you try to no, no. play this at all? I, mean, I just got Overwatch 1 installed. <laughs> Plus, I, 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 I just don't like their phone philosophy. They're like, you know, I have an authenticator. Like, you, you know me from that. Like, it's not hard. <laughs> right. I mean, I get it. They're trying to stop having people right. and, you know, invading the, it shouldn't be the, I mean, I, I get you as well. You know, Blizzard has their authenticator thing. I still use it. Right. If it was there for. <laughs> Like, so are you going to plan to play it at all? Or? Uh, maybe like way down the road once they get rid of that thing. <laughs> or, you know, iron out their server issues. Yeah, uh, once they figure out the the whole <laughs> problem that this is presenting at this point. Uh, I'm imagining that this is going to be a problem uh, oh, wow. well beyond this week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, get ready to deal with that. Because um, it's not just gonna go away. I, I saw people that said they like got in a queue just for it to put them in another queue that was like even bigger. <laughs> so that doesn't sound great, honestly. And apparently, it's like the PC version is kind of working, but the console one is like completely hosed. I'd imagine that there's a lot of people wanting to play on console right now that yeah uh, can't because of this. I mean, they always Blizzard is always known for having these. Crazy launches, so this wouldn't necessarily be too out well, of the realm. Yeah, not for a while, but yes, <laughs> right. Historically, they have been. Let's say that. <laughs> well, I mean, even when WoW comes out, they still have like the long queues that first week or whatever. People trying to get back in that haven't played in a while. Yeah, and then that um, all the reviewers stop playing yeah. the game after that month, and it goes back to the regular WoW people, and then it's a ghost town. <laughs> it, yep, yeah, that's true as well. Um, so, you know, part of those uh, getting a lot of drop and connection issues is due to that DDoS attack. Hopefully they fix it pretty quickly here so more people can, can play the game, but I'm sure many people will be able to play eventually, but that's what happens when you get free to play. Instead of buying like the first game, you're going to get a heck of a lot more people playing it this time. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of people complaining about the battle pass and like, you know, the, how the, the hero unlocking stuff. I'm just kind of curious, like, you know, would you, would you, rather pay 40 bucks or 60 bucks of the game and just get all that crap to begin with or no i mean can't battle you can't you can buy the battle pass but like no i'd rather <laughs> i am not a big i'm not a fan at all of the whole piecemeal buying stuff and yeah. uh, i'll buy dlc when it when it hits finally and and all that stuff um but you know, obviously that's usually like after the game comes out or if it's you know something cosmetic that I want to buy or whatever, you know, like the Persona um, right. stuff. They usually have some neat costume DLC or whatever, but... I mean, I don't um, even buy that. I, I'll, I'd buy, like, story stuff possibly, but I'm even buying the same right. or two crap. <laughs> yeah, like, something like that as well. But, like, having to buy the characters every time with this battle pass to, like, oh, well, we have content every month, and, oh, you're getting another character, and 
I mean, if it's stuff that should be coming with the game, just let me pay the the forty or sixty dollars, whatever, for the game, and and you get everything. You know, I think it's like really funny that this game is basically mirroring the Halo Infinite like playbook. Yep, that's the problem, right? Like right now, <laughs> um, Microsoft doesn't have a very good uh, thing with Halo Infinite, and then technically. This is still Activision is is going through the same thing. This is Activision though. So, you know, they, they kind of have a, they know how to do this more than say, uh, Microsoft does. No, they, they used to know how to do this. (laughs) Well, I'm saying they have more of a history with it. Maybe it's not as good as it used to be, but it seems like people are trying to get in, which is better than like having, even though it felt like the game didn't really have a ton of buzz before this whole thing happened. And a lot of people keep saying, like, I don't really see the point of needing to play this other than wanting to try out the new characters. That's that's the but, whole point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as, like, updates to actually, like, the Overwatch, like, meta I mean, and anything, people don't feel like there's anything new. It looks, like, fractionally better. Uh, right. And I guess, like, having, you know, the team composition has changed now from six to five. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. But didn't they do that before... The launch of this, not not that I know of, or I mean, it's always been six on six, or there may be like one mode that may have done something like that, but now it's like a permanent thing, or this is the only way you can play it. So, all right, fair enough. Well, I'm sure in the next week we will know more about what's going on with that and how people are feeling about it, and you know, review roundups and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I know uh, for that. GameSpot put up theirs, and I think they gave it an 8 out of 10, and it's basically like, it's fine, but I need the story it's mode. more Overwatch, or, yeah. Yeah, it's like, where's the story mode? <laughs> if you wanted to play more Overwatch with new characters, there you go. There, there it is. You know, it, hey, we go from basically, it feels like you're bringing out the same old game to Sony doing the same thing with Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, so they got a lot of flack for the Last of Us Part One remake, remaster, whatever you want to call it. And, they and decided then to double down. <laughs> yes, exactly. They decided to double down because technically this has a Netflix show coming out. So why not do a Horizon Zero Dawn remaster remake um, as well? Um, this was first reported by MP First, which actually we had uh, um, one of their guys on the podcast before. Uh, in the past, to, um, he did, I think, one of the Summer Game Fest reactions with us from what he was telling me. And then later, you know, VGC cooperated as well that this is legit. This is a thing. Um, I, I don't yeah. doubt it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I guess and, means we have to convince Netflix to make a, uh, a Wipeout racing show so Sony right, can get their so, ass and, you know, do something with the franchise. Exactly. So the. Obviously, the the biggest discrepancy and the biggest fight with everybody on Twitter and everybody on social media seems to be the whole, okay, is this going to be like Ghost of Tsushima? You have the director's cut or um, Death Stranding or um, insert game here that's had one of those where you're going to have the $10 upgrade or is this going to be like Last of Us Part 1 where you're gonna, they're going to try to charge you the whole $70? Yeah. What which side of things are you airing on here? Uh, it'd be nice if it's the first, but you know it's going to be the second. <laughs> you really think so? I mean, they've been trying to make this 
director's cut thing, like their their big uh, namesake for this generation so far. Yeah, but they've already put out like the complete version of Zero Dawn on PS4. Yeah, that exactly. And they did like a 4K 60 like upgrade or whatever as well. Right. See, I for it. I don't. I guess I don't mind technically mind the Last of Us Part One stuff too much because that game, you know, that was a 2009 game. Well, initially well, or 2013, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And they made the PS4 version that was 2014. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, that's been eight years since that game came out. Right. And they already got that engine wor- working, you know, the Last of Us Part 2 engine. So they're like, all right, let's dump it in the, dump the at the story and everything into this and see what goes on. That's, that's what they're going to do with this thing. Like, because they said, like, oh, it's going to be look more in line with, for, uh, not Forbidden West, or Forbidden West's, like, aesthetic. And it's like, yeah, because you're using that engine. Like, I expect right. this game to be red as shit for some reason, just like that, just like that game. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, you know, Zero Dawn came out in 2017. Right. It ain't that old. Like, you know. Yeah, exactly. And unlike, you know, unlike Last of Us, you know, that was coming out the PS3, and you couldn't play PS3 games on a PS4. So that was a more valid technical reason for them to make remastered the PS4 version, at least. Uh, the PS5 version, no. But the PS4 version, yes. Like, PS5 can play Zero Dawn quite nicely as it is. Exactly. And, um, and in fact, I, I got a bad feeling, or you know, if this thing does come out, it's going to change the gameplay to be more like Forbidden West, and I didn't like that as much. I mean, will they, though? Because people were saying that's what was going to happen with Last of Us Part 1, and they didn't do that completely either. I Well, but that's such a limited game in terms of, like, gameplay. You're not... I, I wouldn't say that's the same thing, because you can only do, like, four things in Last of Us, really. Right. Like, I'm sure it'll have, like, the same trap limit as Forbidden West did for some stupid reason. Or, like, you can't, like, use the tripwires as much or stuff like that, you know? I mean, they also did announce that there could be a multiplayer. Yeah, that that worked about as well as for God of War, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, technically, you could have, like, a, I guess, like, a um, boss battle thing or, like, a horde mode or... Yeah, well, I don't see it, like... I see it as like having to do co-op to take down like big, bigger animals or bigger exactly. robots, but I just don't care. <laughs> like, I don't think the fiction is like that important in that game to like justify it. Yeah, I mean, I could see people liking it. Um, I don't think it's going to gain the traction that said like the Ghost of Shimo one did. Right. Because um, also, that's a problem. Is like in Horizon, it's. There are very few people capable of even taking out these machines. Like in Ghost of Tsushima, everyone's a samurai, so it's fine. Yeah, like is everybody going to play uh, an Aloy variant? Yeah. Oh, my, mine has black hair, and yours has green. <laughs> right. Um, stupid, are they stupid gonna, tribal markings on her face? <laughs> or are they just going to have everybody create their own character? Or, I imagine know? it'd be like archetypes, or like what Assassin's Creed did. Like you have different, basically skins. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not a big fan of this from Sony. Uh, if it winds well, up being the $10 one, then sure, okay. I mean, I mean at 10 bucks, yeah. I might get it, but I think the pro- like, the greater problem is it's incredibly lazy on their part. Like, like right. I said, this isn't old. 
And if you want to do something like that, you know, remaster Legend of Dragoon or, you know, make another Jumping Flash or Battle Arena Toshinden. Like, you know, you have, an, you have a pretty old library that you don't do shit with. <laughs> yeah, there's there's other things that, exactly, there's so many different games that Sony could spend their time remastering, but we're remastering a game that people can play just yeah, you, fine. You could still probably find it in a store if you really wanted to. <laughs> Let's say that. Well, no, but that's the thing, though, is like, okay, it's on sale. It goes on sale quite frequently. They have the 4K60 upgrade already there if you get your PS5. Um, it the the second game comes bundled with the system yeah. now, right? So, um, and if you play the second one first, you really you've already kind of majorly played Horizon Zero Dawn. So, yeah. I don't really see the point of doing that. Whereas, like, do you feel like there's enough story where it's like, where like Last of Us Part One? Okay, it's a part one to a part two that you can make the case that, yeah, we kind of needed to look like part two so that people can want to play the whole story all the way through. Um, I don't know that the same can be said for Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West. I don't know. You're the one that's played more of those. I think there is like there is a good story. There's a better story in Horizon Zero Dawn. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, it's kind of putting the cart before the horse. Or you know, most people if they're going to have a PS5. are going to play Forbidden West first. Okay, you kind of know how this ends, or you know, how, <laughs> right? Or, or you're going to introducing introduce a character to so you have no fucking clue who they are. It's like, oh, yeah. why is why is this bald black guy like being cryptic? <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm just I'm not a big fan. Of Sony doing this, especially if they're going to try to go the, we're doing this to charge you $70 for it route because I it's, mean, a, it's not, it's not good, um, PR from Sony, quite honestly. To, I'm, I mean, I'm a fan of them remaking their old stuff right. or remastering it, but just not, you know, have some distance between the PS4 and this thing, you know? Right. It's, we're still getting, it's not, it's not like we have just, gone away from the ps4 generation and and we're fully in it yeah. we're still making games for the ps4 right i mean now. that's that's what i was saying you could, you could go into a store and probably find a copy of horizon zero dawn on you know for sale It'll exactly that's fine yeah. you know here's, here's the funny one they should re, they should uh remake drive club <laughs> uh i think sony will rather keep that one uh where nobody can I, play it i mean all, is but. there like a good example, or a good, an actual good example, would be like uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Like that was a, that was a good one. Or you know, if they decided uh, it wasn't technically theirs, but they could they could buy it or they could do it. Like I mean, Katamari there's people still waiting for that Bloodborne remaster. Yeah, that was the other fun know? fun thing. It's like, yeah, people are begging for that, and I said we get you know this thing. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's there's people that are absolute actually begging for that Bloodborne remaster. You know how well Demon's Souls did. You can see clearly how well Elden Ring is doing. Like, you know a Bloodborne remaster would actually sell very well. Yeah. And you're doing this very unnecessary remake. I get everybody's going to be like, oh, well, you don't have to buy it. Yeah, I don't have to buy it. But then again, they don't have to make it either. So Exactly. They don't They don't have to make it. Uh, look, it's not our money. We're not spending it. They can do whatever the heck they want, but we should also be able to 
criticize and say, hey, it's it's probably not the best use of resources. The problem is everybody that's out there complaining, even if it is a $70 one, they're going to go and they're going to buy it. So, that's the thing. is it's I know why they're doing it because it's going to be cheap and easy for them to do. You know, it's not. Yeah. And look at like, you know, Shadow Colossus didn't sell particularly well or like that medieval game right. didn't do well. Like people say they want older games, but clearly they don't or, you know, they're not doing well. Yeah, of course, they're going to remake a game from the last generation. It only needs like, you know, three months worth of work or whatever. <laughs> and that sold well and is already on PC as well so they can get stuff from there. There's just so much for them to gain from that. You can definitely see it. And of course, with the the TV show coming from Netflix, it's going to get people interested in it that have no idea what Haran Zero Dawn is. And then you have this new game out there, well, new old game out there that you could buy. People are going to be like, oh, let me pick that up. And then, oh, I don't have a PS5. Oh, they have a sequel that comes with the PS5 now? Yeah, definitely. So, um, yep. It's it's smart in that way, but it's just God. You I got mean, so many other games. Remake those it, instead. It, yeah, it's financially smart, but creatively bankrupt. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's just like we really can't think of anything else um, to be doing here except that. But yeah, but at least we know that according to Herman Holst, that Sony definitely has live service game ready to go and they are going to be headed in that direction as well they're not going to be giving up on single player though they herman holst admitted that not only are the single player games the most popular but they're most some of their most well selling um as well so they can't really leave that in the dust but he says they are planning to have 12 live service games there about by uh, 2026 and that you know also includes you know other multiplayer titles as well that are done by those partner studios. I mean, obviously we're not the multiplayer guys here, so probably too bad people to ask. But I mean, they kind of do need to diversify, right? They need to have other things that they do besides those single player games. Right. And that was like their whole pitch for buying, you know, Bungie was, Hey, these guys make destiny and they make live service games fairly well. So yeah, let's get them to work. And yeah, their own it, efforts aren't great. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, was it that? Was it that's the one that was supposed to launch with the PS5? That it was a battle royale, the, the destruction. Oh, destruction all stars. Yeah, destruction all stars thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Is right now they really aren't doing well uh, with that. So they're hoping that bringing in the the creators of destiny is going to help them kind of understand that better and make this something that actually lasts for them yeah um i i think at least he made that very clear that they're not going to be doing anything with having single player games go away you know even ea who makes all their profit on these live service sports games all that even they have understood that they have to have the single player games as well um did you see that Dead Space? Uh, I just saw, not into the trailer. I just saw that they were that the box art came out, or that they announced yeah. some some additions. Yeah, it looks it looks freaking awesome. So, um, and even more excited for that game uh, to come out next year. 
so you know I, this is uh i don't think it's bad for sony to i know people are going to be like oh live service game uh trust me we're the first ones to bang on the door the live service games a lot of them fail and a lot of them are uninteresting and whatever but hey they get they get the casuals in they get people in that love playing those multiplayer games with their friends and uh, i mean if we want those single player games to continue as Hulse says himself in order to make a deep investment they got to have these these necessary evils i guess you can call them i don't even uh, mind, I, don't, I mean i don't mind a live service game it just has to be done well and not be like super exploitative well yeah that's true too um but hey maybe you'll do it on your jailbroken ps5 mark no, it's yeah. install PT. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, um, really only talking about it because I, you know, they actually, sh- uh, Lance McDonald, the modder, showed on Twitter how, you know, he could install. How uh, easy it is. <laughs> yeah. Anyone can do it. <laughs> exactly. You, he installed PT. It doesn't mean that he can run PT, though. So, yeah. Um, installing and running are two different things. Uh, it's also using an old version of the, uh, firmware, so it's not like they're using the most updated one, and then who knows how long it'll take Sony to, well, to get that. Yeah, they already patched yeah. it out like the current kernel or current, you know, uh, firmware. But I mean, believe me, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> right. Uh, do you think Sony needs to be worried about this at all, or no? Because what you can do with it at the moment is very limited. I don't. I don't think. It, like, dumping game ISOs or anything like that anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I think at a certain point, if they really wanted to say screw it, they would just disable Vector for this stuff as like the the internet browser or like the that like you know, the help guide and stuff like that. They would just disable right. that and say, Hey, we're we're moving the browser because of you fuckers. <laughs> Stop doing yeah, this. Yes. Yeah, so we don't want y'all doing I this. Mean, we don't want people trying to build a PS five emulator that, that, oh, that's how you can hack a PS4 at the moment, or I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's still valid. It's like, yeah, you can. There's some black magic you can, you can do with like the internet browser and like direct it to a DNS and you know make your PS4 a, a debug unit. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll get more about this as well about whether or not it's gonna keep happening or Sony shuts it down or yeah, whatever. But hey. I should have mentioned this when we talked about, you know, Bloodborne and, and Elden Ring, but, you know, we talked about that Sony invested 14% more in, uh, from software, or they acquired 14% more, uh, from software, and they may be able to use that to make a Bloodborne movie or a TV show or even an Elden Ring TV show, maybe. For all the, uh, story those games have. Well. Yeah, Yang yeah. likes to pretend, or people, those fans like to pretend those games actually have a story. It's like, no, they don't. Please stop. Technically, they do, right? Uh, yes, but it's you have to like dig through like you know pages of journal entries and crap like that, or you know find the most like esoteric writing on the wall. It's like this isn't like a story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you're not wrong, but I think I would. Imagine that. What if they got like Miyazaki involved or whatever, and he's actually going to be, you know, heading this and and making it feel like it has the lore and all that stuff. I mean, do you think it could work? Or, 
Why get him involved? Just get George R. R. Martin. He's not doing anything right now. Oh, God. Why? So it could take, like, three years to come out? I mean... Three? You're being generous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they're they having this House of Dragon come out pretty quick, so... Yeah, that's because the yeah. book's already written. <laughs> you know? That's why. I mean, they're already, you know, have plans to film the season two and, and all that stuff, so... I mean, they're saying they want that to go quite a few seasons. We'll see how how well that does. But. I don't know. I I think he, like the problem. I guess uh, Eldering has a tad more story, kind of, but like yeah, at least for Bloodborne, it's just all an aesthetic of you know Lovecraft. So it's like I could just watch uh, Reanimator if I wanted that, or you know something better. <laughs> yeah. What about a uh, Dark Souls or Demon Souls? Would you want to again? Yeah. Like those games have like no story to me whatsoever. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. hell, at least like Code Vein kind of had a story, or like even though I don't like that game. Like, right. it tried, or like like it had other characters. <laughs> that's that's kind of the problem of like people want like a Metroid show, and it's like okay, what? Who do you like? Who does Samus talk to? <laughs> like, there aren't a ton of other Metro, you know, characters in that in the Metroid universe. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like the the Sonic movies, right? You kind of just have to make stuff up. Sonic has a, a cast. Yeah. Not a good cast, but a cast. <laughs> well, couldn't you... And, he, and also, you, Sonic has like 30 years of his, you know, comics yeah. and cartoons and shit like that that can just draw off of or not. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, couldn't they just make it where Samus meets people while she goes... And investigates these planets, and yeah, I just feel like the Mandalorian, though. I mean, that's not a terrible show to base your show off of if you're gonna, right? Pick one. <laughs> so, I mean, why not? If you're a Nintendo, um, what do you think of the Nintendo finally making their their whole production like studio and everything? Like, are we gonna get more? Nintendo uh, movies and maybe yeah. it's it's funny you mentioned that today I actually picked up I mean I already had a one copy of it like the regular one but I picked up the steelbook of Detective Pikachu and I was looking at it and I'm like why can't we get a sequel to this they canceled like, it whatever like during the yeah but I mean the... I guess the, the the problem with that movie is like it's a big mystery until the end like you you know it's explained to you so it's hard to make another one or you know how to get how to get ryan reynolds back voice in pikachu it's like well got fixed already yeah. like but like that was a relatively good movie or it was yeah no i, I like that a lot actually like i i was hoping we would get more in that vein and then they just cancel it and it's like well wasn't it because uh well, ryan reynolds had scheduling issues or yeah you know, how long, honestly, does it take someone to, like, voice a character like that? Like, a week? Maybe t- maybe yeah. two? We showed up for... I think also like, the pandemic had a lot to do with it as well. He showed up for, like, a day on set when he had to, like, be himself, and that was it. <laughs> well, I mean, even then, like, he's doing voiceovers, so they've had people record voiceovers, like, in their car before, or... Or it, or you, you can do the, uh, the, the what people actually wanted, and you have... In Pikachu 2, like, Pikachu is now voiced by Dan- Danny DeVito, and the great twist is at the end, it's actually his, his grandfather. There we go. That'll work. 
why not? I mean, that's what people wanted, right? They wanted yeah. Danny DeVito at first. So. <laughs> Just make it happen, Nintendo. Please, please the the audience for that. Um, yeah, I mean, can you believe it, though? The medium is going to get a TV series. I mean, if there was no. ever a game. <laughs> um, no, to be fair, um, I thought the medium was okay. Uh, of course, this was like one of the first exclusives, quote unquote, for the Series X when that first came out. Um, what's funny is that co-production between Bloober and Platy's image, they're basically using the fact that Cyberpunk and Arcane both did well. So that means we've got to like take advantage of the fact that like video game stuff is doing well and, and make this TV show like, well, that is it going to be a live action or anime? I don't know because the game is, you know, not it, it's like Cyberpunk. It's not anime. It's live action. So, or I, mean, I don't think it would work as an anime though. It's it's. A well, horror. I don't mean I don't mean anime. I just yeah. mean animated. Let's say that. I don't think it would be because it's a horror game. So it's probably going to be live action. I will say the story kind of lends itself to be a TV show. Um, much better than a, a game because it felt like a much more plotting, like telltale game sort of. Um, yeah. Some of the reveals were interesting. Like, I guess if they had more time to flesh out some of these characters that you kind of really don't get to know a lot about, it might be interesting. It's like a sort of a mystery thriller series. So I could see it working. Um, I mean, Silent Hill, the, at least the first movie was, and, and they, they based the medium a lot off of Silent Hill, so it, it could actually sort of work, but I don't uh, know. <laughs> I just don't see it, because there's so many, so many like, oh, we announced this TV show or, you know, projects that never actually happen. Um, yeah. Like, well, it's not that it doesn't happen, it's more about, I could see it happening and then, you're trying to use the fact that these other, you know, video game adapted things did well. So therefore we need to bank in on that as well. And not everybody needs to go that route because you're going to get a lot of failures more than you're going to get successes. I mean, uh, you know, for every Witcher, Cyberpunk, Arcane, we don't know if these uh, Sony ones are going to be good or not. You know, like I mean, so, I imagine the last of us be fine, but probably that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, it depends on who you talk to, but there are people that really actually like that um, Rings of Power. Uh, so Amazon could do decently well with God of War. I don't know about Horizon. That's the only way. Uh, the only way the day is gone shall do well if they somehow clone, clone Norman Reedus to be both characters. No, they just need to do a Death Stranding show. I don't know. Like, remember yeah. the, the Life is Life is Strange TV show they announced? Yeah. That, that was real that. great, wasn't it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> watched every that. episode. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. the same thing they do with movies. Like, the, you know, the Bosch. Like, it's fun. It's really fun listening to old, old like, episodes of the, the Bombcast or, like, the Hotspot. And they're going, like, oh, they announced a Gears of War movie. And it's like, Yep, that yep. never happened, did it? <laughs> so, or, you know, even the guy who's still claiming he's going to do a Metal Gear movie. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you are. 
Yeah, that I've been saying that for the past like five years now. <laughs> that medical movie is not happening, folks. It's just, and it's not like no offense, to, no offense to him at all, but it's not like Oscar Isaac's getting any younger. Like, uh, definitely need to be happening sooner rather than later, kind of thing. Yeah, if that was going to happen, but yeah, I think that's that's it for the sort of video game, movie, TV show ish stuff. But before we get off the Sony and Microsoft stuff here, uh, they did have some more developments in the Sony versus Activision fight for the Activision Blizzard deal, or not Sony versus Microsoft, uh, in the fight for this Activision Blizzard deal going through in the EU. Supposedly, not only did Jim Ryan complain, but he's now had a private meeting with the CMA as well to voice his concerns. Microsoft has filed their last kind of deal with that. Of course, they're going through a in-depth probe right now that's supposed to be completed by March 2023. We'll see if Jim Ryan's complaints keep, perhaps might get them to reconsider this. Uh, Microsoft, for their part, put out this website that makes claims about that they still wouldn't be the biggest uh, out of the three console manufacturers, which is probably true. Um, well, Nintendo you mean, and Sony it, would still be. It, it depends if you mean yeah. hardware or hardware, software, or like profits. Yeah, I mean, people are still going to buy more PlayStation and Nintendo stuff than they are Xbox stuff. Sony should. Uh, I mean, if this does, if this actually does go through, Sony should just say F it and like buy EA, so they they have the rights to Madden forever. That'd be very interesting if Sony goes that route and just buy I mean, like. They're not going to yeah. buy. I mean, they. I don't want to say they, they're not, but I don't. It's unlikely they would ever buy Square or like Capcom because I feel like Square is the most. They already make all these deals with them anyway. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Is yeah, they're they're already kind of in their pocket. So yeah, who cares? You know, I mean, you but, could doubt you could outright acquire them, and just that way, Xbox never gets any of their games again because they're still getting some of them. Yeah, but you know. no one cares about them, really. I mean, like, oh, they we do in a got, way. We finally got Kingdom Hearts three. It's like, yeah, like a two, like a year or two after. <laughs> I mean, the, they're the getting PS- the Crisis Core reunion game, so. But there's, you know, they still haven't gotten Final Fantasy seven, right? <laughs> right, that's true. Who knows how so, long the exclusivity thing is for that? I mean, but that's the thing is, I think Microsoft has a point in that. They would still be behind both of them. Now, but, obviously, yeah. I mean, at the moment, yes. But if the deal went through, how quickly would that change? I mean, yeah. I mean, we still don't know if one of the things of the deal could be that the EU makes Microsoft have to sign an agreement that says that they will not make Call of Duty exclusive, which right. could happen. Um, if that happens, that, then that's what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, if that happens, then I think part of this deal. Now, let's be honest. I think a lot of a big part of this deal, which is something we don't cover because we don't talk about mobile games, is the king part of it. This would give Microsoft a huge inroad into mobile gaming, which right now they don't have anything. Yeah, so, but that's also because yeah. Sony doesn't really care. <laughs> oh, but Sony does not like mobile games right they, now too. They they yeah. care peripherally, but it's not yeah. like they you know it's not like oh the number. 
the top five of the top ten mobile games in on the iOS market are Sony games. Oh no, definitely. But I mean, when you take the number one game that's been number one for the past, you know, twenty years or whatever, um, then yeah, that's going to matter more right now because it's that big of a game. I I think that that they will eventually just do that if it comes down to, hey, we're not passing this unless you sign some kind of deal where. I don't know if they can make them sign a thing where they can't put it on Game Pass. I think that's where Microsoft might draw the line there because then they kind of lose their advantage. I could see them signing something that says, okay, Call of Duty is going to be exclusive forever or however many years Jim Ryan needs that to be a thing before he doesn't care anymore or, or whatever. And then they finally let it go through. But I, Jim Ryan has his points that he, and he's been annoying the crap out of the CMA about it. And it feels like he has some friends there because some of the verbiage coming out of that thing sounds very Sony inclined. But that being said, you know, this is a huge deal. If this goes through, Microsoft has already said they're not done. And then, you know, Sony themselves has also said they're not done either. Uh, Tencent has come out this week and said that they're actually going to look at actually fully acquiring studios now instead of doing this investing thing. So, oh boy, get ready. Get ready because this is going to get worse. Um, yeah. Now before before we stop seeing this, like what I worry about with Tencent is that if they fully acquire things, like would they actually change any of the stuff that these studios are making uh, because you know, maybe if something doesn't suit China or whatever, would they make them change it? No more Winnie the Pooh games. <laughs> I d- do you see like what well, Tencent can't acquire Ubisoft because of that deal they just made? Like, do you think think of anyone that Tencent could really be targeting and saying, "Oh, we're going to acquire them"? I mean, they have the money to basically acquire pretty much anyone they wanted. Yeah, know, they really want to do. I mean, Sega, Sega could be one. Yeah. They're like, kind of small, like they're small enough, or rel- you know, they're not doing too great at the moment. EA would be interesting if they would go that route. If they really need to be bought by someone, um, I don't think they're that desperate. I, I generally see Tencent as buying like if they're going to buy a company, like own it outright. They'd be another Asian company, so like Sega. Yeah. I don't think Square, but maybe like Namco Bandai. Uh, even though you know Ben and Emco was trying really hard to make sure they secured those IPs so that people couldn't right uh, buy them. Even though uh, interesting that the Katakawa chairman got arrested for bribery not too long ago, so we'll see how this all goes down with From Software at some point. There could t- could Tencent just outright be like, "Hey, Sony, we'll we'll buy out your part." Or how about we make a deal where, you know, uh, from software gives you exclusive to your console, but we'll own the company, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, guess like the nice thing about something like that is that there's, I would say, little to no Chinese problem with, like, in Elden Ring. Because they're not yeah. making fun of Chinese, or the, you know, the Chinese people aren't, like, the, the enemies. <laughs> right, exactly. That's, uh... Something you wouldn't have to worry about, but yeah, I mean, this acquisition stuff is just uh, going crazy to the point where we're even having video game websites 
get acquired to, uh, even though this might actually be good because we've seen Red Ventures, what they've been doing with Giant Bomb and GameSpot and all that. So Fandom has now acquired Giant Bomb, GameSpot, uh, GameFAQs, Metacritic, uh, Cord Cutter News, uh, from Red Ventures, who were, you know, that, that includes, uh, CNET and CBS. I think. See, this, you, yeah. You made the point, like, Red Ventures didn't know how to handle Giant Bomb, but it's like, I mean, I guess, kind of, but, like, the quality of, like, I'm not visiting Giant Bomb much anymore, not because, like, Red Ventures bought them, it's because, like, right. the way they do content is, I, I don't like it, you know? Yeah. Because they're all, like, spread out. Like, you know, you have Dan in New York, I think. And I mean, he might be in, like, San Francisco now. But you have, like, people in different areas. And right. they don't have, like, a central office anymore. So it all feels, like, very disjointed. No, you're right that, about that. That'd be, I mean, that's primarily because of COVID. But it's, like, that's kind of passing, <laughs> you know? Right. So, yeah. I mean... Yeah, people like bitching about Red Ventures, but it's like, well, fandom isn't great either. Like, they've ruined plenty of websites. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you think about now, like, Metacritic is owned by, like, they own a bunch of other sites as well. Like, isn't that kind of, there's a conflict of interest there? Or? Not expressly, I don't think, because, well, Metacritic, well, it depends on, like, Giant Bomb Metacritic. I mean, that might be one, I guess, but like, I, I just don't see it like that much. Or like GameSpot, you know, I'm sure there's going to be like it's going to be still sectioned off, you know. Right. Uh, you know, I do one. I do wonder about that. Like, it's already um, hard to get on a Metacritic, and then you have these sites that obviously work with them and are owned by the same company. Is there anything going to be changed there where they're going to be given more preference or anything like that? You'd have to worry about, I guess, those kind of things. I mean, um, most most things I've heard of people bitching about fandom websites, like on mobile devices, being garbage. Uh, and even which, on, yeah, even on PC, like there, some of the wiki stuff is like terrible, or you know, the wiki stuff rather. You know, I think it's funny that they got it for so like relatively so little money. Yeah, I think uh, CBS, Viacom, CBS just want to get rid of that. No, no, Red yeah. Ventures. Or adventures, yeah. Yeah. They just want to get rid of them, really. Right. So, like, they bought Screen Junkies. They've... They bought Comic-Con, uh, which I thought was funny. <laughs> I'm like, that shit's yeah. still around? <laughs> like, Apparently, yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's there's a lot in here. Right. Um, they I mean, one, thing them, I could, yeah, one thing I can see them doing is more consolidating, not the sites themselves, but, like, a page. And what I mean by that is like let's say you go to right. Giant Bomb, you can have like the Metacritic score right there and then Game Facts right. the links to Game Facts right there as well. Yeah. So that's could, true. That, that might be interesting. It could but, revitalize Game Facts as well because for the most part people are using YouTube and Yeah, but uh, I, I would say Game Facts is kind of hard to do because like it is a text only site. Yeah. Uh I mean I guess you could just start like hosting like, you know, full playthroughs of games, like with like time codes and shit like that. But I, I think that's just harder to do. And also I like the relative simplicity of games, game facts website where, you know, 
Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I just rather read the text when somebody does a walkthrough. Like, I don't want to be scrolling through the entire yeah. YouTube video. Just give me the actual, how do I get from point A to point B? Or how do I solve this issue? Um, you know, right? like, I just, I did it with Soul Hackers too. A little, you know, when I was playing it most recently, just to make sure there wasn't anything huge I was going to miss in the, the soul matrix if I didn't do one of them or whatever. And I was like, okay, interesting to know. So yeah, yeah it, it it's good to have that. And um, it, I guess it's good for these companies to be owned by like a company that cares more about what they're doing, but we'll have to see about whether or not that actually helps them or not. I mean, I was really surprised that this fandom company had enough had enough money to do this in the first place. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Kind of just like came out of the blue, and I was like, "All right, I guess that's a thing now." Uh, something I wasn't expecting when we were talking about all these acquisition things. Now, if somebody could get Game Informer off of Game GameStop. That'd be great. Because uh, I mean, you talk they, about they completely own it, so that might be an issue. <laughs> I know, but like, I would love for like GameStop just to sell that off to somebody and be like, "Okay, uh, this I'll, can keep uh, going." I'll give you twenty bucks for and this copy of Madden from 2013. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, do you still read Game Informer or do you like them? Uh, I mean, I I get the digital one still because I have that GameStop like pro membership thing. Okay, yeah. See, I, I haven't. I mean, I have a few people who work at or who worked at Game Informer pretty recently, but like, I haven't read that magazine in twenty five years, <laughs> or at least twenty. Yeah, my problem with it is um, the the thing that they like really try to push the digital one on you, and I like to have the physical thing. Yeah, and like now they charge you five dollars more to have the actual physical magazine. They make it such a hassle to to get them to send it to you and everything that I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll just keep right. it digital and then forget because they send you the email and I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, I'll go read it. Maybe it's like when it actually comes in the mail, I'm like, oh okay, cool. I'll take those with me to work and <laughs> and read it or something. But the digital it's like one, a old yeah. uh, EG, but start buying old EGMs and Nintendo Powers and stuff yeah, like that. Right? I think uh, there was oh, there was a few more uh, things here really quick. Uh, I am totally down with Full Spencer deciding to allow people to disable Quick Resume. I really would like to just be able to disable Quick Resume uh, because I've had it where it screws up FIFA on me plenty of times. Uh, in fact, I really don't use Quick Resume because I'm an old school gamer and I need to know that the thing's saved and yeah. that when I, when I load it up again, it's going to load up where I saved it. So, um, because I've lost games of FIFA in the past because the stupid thing did the quick resume. And because it's, you know, FIFA is basically a live service game. Uh, it'll disconnect from the server and there you go. That's it. Your game's lost. That's the thing that I don't like. And this happens to a lot of people playing Halo Infinite as well. Because uh, that's, you know, live service, so uh, it does a quick resume, and then you lost everything. So I wind up not using quick resume most of the time. And especially with remote play, because I use remote play a lot, it will, like, just not work 
a lot of times. It'll just stay frozen there. And then I end up having to X out of it and then reload it. And if I didn't save, well, crap, I just lost everything there. So I would much rather you allow me to disable it. Um, I've always thought it was like a weird... I've always thought, it, okay, it's a cool feature for people that play multiple games at once. But it was not for me ever. I don't play. If I play multiple games at once, they're usually on different systems, which have nothing to do with the other. Or even if they do, I don't keep the save state open. So, like, it's unnecessary, I feel like. Thank you, Phil Spencer, for thinking about that. The PS5 one works, like, fairly well. Yeah, that one I haven't had much problems with. I mean, it'll, it'll bounce you back to, like, either like the menu or it'll disconnect from the server. Like, if it's, an, yeah. if it's like a multiplayer game or something. But then I can reconnect with it easily again. Yeah, it's yeah. not a huge issue. Because the even the Microsoft Remote Play runs off the cloud. Yeah. I think when it has to do the where it reloads the cloud again or whatever. Right. I think that messes with it as well. Whereas the Sony one, it feels like it's just doing a connection and it's there, you know. And also, uh, Halo apparently is going to the Unreal Engine. Uh, if you finally like the yeah. quad damage in Halo. Or, <laughs> oh, that was Quake yeah. 3. Or that was Quake. Yeah. Did Unreal have. Unreal had some like goofy shit as well. But they were using, you know, the Slip Space Engine. And it's probably better for Halo. Have less problems. Speaking uh, it feels like almost everybody's using Unreal now. So. Speaking of <laughs> Halo, I mean, we talked about it when it, when it happened when they canceled the... Uh, Local co-op mode. Yeah. But did you see the Digital Foundry video on that? No. It is nuts. Like, that mode is, like, 98% done. Like, there is some graphical corruption, like, very occasionally. But that's it. <laughs> you know? The Digital like, Foundry the, say why they might have... No. They were, they were, like, dumbfounded. They're, like, this thing is, like, so close to being done as it is. Like, they, they theorize because it's, like... It is a performance hit, like a small one. Who cares? You know, really? Right, yeah. Like, people just want to be able to play with their friends. That's all they care about. And, like, one or two times... Again, this is, this is like, a minor issue, but, like, one or two times, the I think it was the main guy, he, he was playing with his son, and, like, they would clip through the map. Or I think the main guy did that, like, once. Like, he, like, fell through the map, like, at, when during a boss fight. But, you know, that's a minor bug at you know at most you know like and it only happened like once like they were like they were just really dumbfounded that it, like this thing is so close to being done as it is that they can't fathom why it happened yeah that it just that doesn't make any sense to me why I mean, if, you would just if the thing was like barely working or you know major issues then yes i can i can see right. it but if you didn't know it was like some beta or some unfinished thing you'd be like yeah this works or this looks fine <laughs> that just makes no sense to me like people have been waiting for that or this entire I mean, time and just... the way you get into this thing is like some like weird hack thing or not not like hack but like some weird mode switching bullshit you have to do uh-huh it's yeah like, that's the one uh-huh. just just put it on the me- menu and say hey co-op unfinished or you know the co-op beta yeah, or something like that. Or, like, we're not going to work on this, but here's the option to play it. Here you go. Exactly. We're not going to do the updates or whatever, but if you want to play it, here you go. Yeah, man. That, uh, the, the whole just, 
Halo Infinite <laughs> debacle at this point just makes me so sad. You well, know, they, Overwatch, Overwatch 2 is going to be great. <laughs> and I love Halo. I wanted that game to be the thing that brings it back. And it's just like, man, you really nailed the, the single player was, was really good. And then just you have totally just ruined it with all these having to delay the features and everything else. This game's going to be remembered for so much, you know, wrong BS right. and yeah. wrong. And, and the fact that they're even like, there's a code name for a new Halo, supposedly, Tatanka or whatever right now, which I like this one's supposed to, to like last I, forever. Like, that was the whole point. Yeah, this one was supposed to be like the live service one that lasts for a long time. And then they have to nix it because of all the bad press they're getting from it. Uh, that's just sad. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing that also sucks is apparently the uh, many of the key members of the Disco Elysium team uh, have left the studio. Um, they, under a cloud? <laughs> yeah, under a, like, people having to come out and say that they didn't push them out or whatever, that it's it, they decided to leave on their own. Um, supposedly, ZAUM Cultural Association has been dissolved. The writer and designer Robert Kurvitz, writer Helen Hindapier, and lead art and design developer Alexander Rostov have all left the company. That And then all three of them, you know, they really haven't been working there since the end of last year. And they're leaving the company. was It was involuntary, yeah. according to Martin Luigia, who served as the editor on uh, Disco Elysium. Uh, the, the, basically this whole association has been dissolved. Um, who knows what's going to happen to, there's supposed to be a sequel in the works. I imagine it's going to be canceled or it's going to be really shitty. (laughs) Well, he says that apparently he just straight up said the sequel made us take a shit ton of time. Yeah. Um, that progress on the new game was sweet enough. Um, they also gave a statement saying that like any video game, the development of Disco Legion was and still is a collective effort with every team member's contribution essential and valued as a part of greater of the whole. This time we have no further comment to make other than ZAUM creative team's focus remains on the development of our next project. And we're excited to share more news on this with all of you soon. Yeah, this was given to VGC. So, yeah, this... I know, uh, I remember Yen's loving the crap out of Disco Elysium. Yeah. Uh, except for the performance issues. <laughs> yeah, except for the performance issues, but it sucks. It sucks to see such a studio that made such a, like, great game, a game that, like, really kind of thought out of the box, and then this happens, and now we don't really know what's going to be happening with the sequel. I mean, it's happened before with other 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 games, I guess. Maybe not quite as, like, I wouldn't say high profile, but, like, highly highly praised, I guess, but think of, like, uh, what's that one crazy indie indie developer? Are you talking about Fish? I think that's his name. Chucklefish? No, not Chucklefish. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, Phil Fish with uh, Fez yeah. and Fez 2. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, they announced that, and then he went nuts, like, halfway through, and then says, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. He was gonna make, uh, he was gonna make Fez too, and then he just decided all of a sudden, like, um, no, we're not. Okay. <laughs> like, and then you don't hear from him again. Or, like, the 
like the Fulbright company. Like they're, oh, they're still yeah, around, Fulbright. I guess, but right. they had like an issue or. Uh, I mean, the molasses flood team almost went under at one point. I mean, well. I guess the biggest, the big, the biggest actual one would be like La Noir. That yeah, that mess came by that studio just imploded because the game cost like eight hundred million dollars or whatever. Yeah, because they focused so much on the like models for the characters that they couldn't make back the production cost for that game. Um, but yeah, man, it it sucks to hear that this happened and. Hopefully, yeah. it means we'll, we'll actually get this game at some point, the, the sequel. But it sucks that a lot of the people that, you know, main players making the game won't be around. So, right. Like I said, it'll, it'll definitely have a different... Like I said, the writing will be worse or be very different from the first right. game. All right. Well, we have, um, I guess, what have you been playing here, Mark? Uh, a lot of the same? Or? Yeah, I just finished GTA Five like, earlier today again. Oh wow! Or not? It's not like a hundred percent done, but I got like to the main story. Yeah, and I gotta, and I gotta do the assassination missions to uh, break the economy. Uh, played a few more rounds of uh, Shovel World Dig or Shovel Night Dig. That stupid title. <laughs> <laughs> Shovel Night Dig. Yeah, it's still fine. I guess I still gotta read the review quickly, but I don't know. It's kind of. It's good, but I think it's like too much of the same, or it's not like rogue rogue light enough. It's not a ton of diversity yeah. in that game, you know. Right. So, but you liked I I, it, you know. Just yeah. Not, you didn't feel like it was something. It, well, it's not like, I mean, it's not. You know, you know, you always had the shovel. You you know, you don't your weapon that never changes. Really, they have like a sub weapon that changes. That's it. Like. All the levels are, it's always the same, four binomes. Or I think there's like one might swap in and out, but that's about it. And it's always like a very uh, vertical going down. And I guess, you know, I guess you could draw an, like an analog to like uh, Spelunky, but that game's a lot more open. There's not something chasing you also, but that game's a lot more open and, and like exploration focused. Like this game really isn't. You can't explore, but there's like, you know, they're like side rooms and that's it. Oh, okay. There's not like whole cloth, like, oh, this is a completely new path or anything like that. It's good though. Yeah, yeah, I know more live alive, but I gotta get back to that. I found a store that has a, uh, a reproduction cartridge of the SNES version. So I may buy that. Oh, wow. Like, it's like a translated copy. So that might be interesting to try. But is it like expensive or? It's like 15 bucks. Okay, not bad. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's what they charge for repros, which is, you know, they tell you outright it's a reproduction. So I find that fu- that's fine. It's when, like, other stores try to sell you something, like a bootleg, and they're like, oh, it's real. It's like, no, it's not, you fuckers. <laughs> 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 what about you? You playing anything fun? Aside from Soul uh, Hackers 2? I've been playing I play a little bit more Soul Hackers 2. I uh, got through that Soul Matrix and... Uh, was like, oh my god, do I really have to go through the other people's Soul Matrix too? Because the yes. <laughs> although uh, did, you, did you see their recent patch or the patch notes? They're basically, uh, I think enough people complained. They're making the dash thing like a core mechanic now, where you can just kind of have it on or off. Oh, like that's gets, good. To make you, yeah, to make you run faster. 
and it's funny. They're also like, oh, you can tell, you know, you can like quick travel in that game pretty, pretty much anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, quick travel. And they're, nice. they're like, oh, we're, we're like letting you be able to quick travel to the store itself, and not just in front of it. And it's like, wow, that should have been from the beginning. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but also it's like, who cares? Like, you know, it's not like you, you walk like two feet and then you're inside the store. No, like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but. Uh, I can understand why people say we're complaining because it is kind of like an extra step. You have to wait for the load, and yeah, um, and I, they're also adding some more more personas in the game or more demons. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, um, yeah, I I do like a lot of the you know actually gathering the demons and the gameplay is fun. It's just man, it's ah uh, going through the same locales a lot, and then that soul matrix just like. Literally took the soul out of me and just like this is just so blah. <laughs> like, yeah. um, I I actually I like the soul matrix mainly because it is a really big area, yeah, and you can see where you need to go pretty well. So you can go, like, oh, the stairs are over there, halfway yeah. across the map. I can just run over there, or you know, I thought the map that. does a pretty good job of kind of telling you anyway. But yeah, up until the fourth the fourth round of the soul matrix. Where it opens oh, okay. up all these fucking portals that like teleport you all over the place, oh, and you God. need like okay. you, you know have fun. Right, I actually did write like jot down like a quick map of like, okay, this portal takes you to this this platform, it takes you to this platform. You know, it's like four or five like portals deep, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the like, which is weird because you know Persona has awesome music. Like this game kind of. Doesn't music is is not like very the good. intro. The intro movie music is really great, right? That's it. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because I got the they sent like I got the collector's edition, and they have like a soundtrack sampler disc, which you know isn't a full soundtrack. So again, that's why Yens didn't buy it. But it's like jazz versions of the soundtrack, and it's like who fucking asked for this? You know, I guess someone did. Like if you're gonna have a soundtrack sampler, have like songs from the game in it, you know. Is that's true? Yeah, definitely. Like why? Not the jazz remixes. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. been. I uh, played more FIFA. Haven't really. I think the only new thing I've done with it is the the Volt. I played some of the Volta. That's their their version of FIFA Street. Um, quite frankly, the I really just think that it's it just. I don't think that it works that great, to be honest. Like, it just doesn't have that same feel of the FIFA Street. Like, oh, they try to add, like, little powers and stuff like that. And it just doesn't look cool. Like, it's the same FIFA, just it's in an indoor setting. And I'd yeah. rather them just the way it was the first year where they didn't have the powers. It's just, okay, you're playing FIFA in an indoor setting. That's all it is. You can create your your character, and they have a different look, like a kind of more hip street look, whatever. That's fine. I like the little mini games; those were fun, or you know, they are fun. Um, the game itself, like I said, the gameplay, I I really like it this year. Just I I guess I got to play more of that, and I finally got into Ultimate Team. I have not, I never really done Ultimate Team that much. I will say the Ultimate Edition gives you a lot of freaking. Um, packs to open packs and yeah and and the uh, the money as well so it was much easier for me i didn't have to buy anything 
I yeah. want my own money. Didn't really have to play much to get a decent team going either. Um, so, but it was, it was fun getting to play against somebody and, uh, watch my Homestead FC beat, beat someone else. So speaking was, of that, uh, are you, are you using the DLC for Soul Hackers 2 or no? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, not, not yet. No. Um, worry, I didn't okay. really have a problem with that second boss that you said you did or really hmm. no, but I got lucky. I had, uh, the five, um, whatever it is that he's weak to. I had that, those demons already there. Okay. Um, that's what I think trips you up about this game is that if your team's not prepared, you're going to have to like go back and freaking do it again and all that. So, um, no, yeah, it was, uh, Kabaragi. That was it. That's his, that the one that's at the end of Arrow's Soul Matrix. No, no. Oh, yeah. It is a blue oh. hair. Yeah, the problem I had with him when I was like playing normally is he has two he has two little minions with them. Yeah, the uh, minion guys. Uh huh. And I took them out, and then he resummoned them. Yeah, he and does I that. Took, I took him out again. And he did the, did it again, and I'm like, okay, this is gonna last forever, you know. <laughs> Luckily, I had already taken him down a lot by the time he resummoned him the second time. Right, and but I was able I'm- to just kill him off and. One one of them like auto also heals him. So yeah, that's what I was trying to avoid. Like I'm just gonna freaking keep hitting you because if not, these dudes are just gonna keep healing you, and then we're gonna be going in circles. So yeah, that, and then yeah, yeah the, the other minion is still attacking me, and so is he. So I'm like, all right, yeah. great. Oh yeah, he does that. Like um, I has a weird name that attack that like attacks your whole party. Yeah, and I was like, oh god, if he does this too many times, he's gonna kill everybody. It's right, exactly. Cool. So yeah. So luckily I had the, the right combination and I was able to just keep attacking his weakness or whatever and it did the uh the Sabbath thing a few times and yeah. killed him. So that was a, a win there. Right. Uh the one di- I guess new game that I'm playing, it comes out in a couple of days from when you're listening to this. Um it's an ID at Xbox game and it's also on Switch and I'm playing on Switch. Uh, it's on everything, you know, PS4, Steam. It's, uh, it's basically like a four player, uh, you could play a single player as well, beat him up. Uh, and it's an indie game. You could say very indie, has a sort of cartoony art style. Uh, and you can actually control all four of the characters. Um, you can switch between them at any time. Um, they each had their own kind of like unique, uh, Move set. There's two like projectile ones and then two kind of like melee combat. It, it's meant for you to play like, um, online or local with, with someone, but single player has been pretty interesting as well. Just before you launch further into this thing, what's the name of it? <laughs> it is called, Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I do that all the time. You do that for, yeah. uh, um, it's called Josh Journey Darkness Totems. Uh, so basically it's supposed to be. Josh's journey, which is the, the, the one like human character, um, that you play as. Oops. Uh, so, so there's like a one human character. There's an alien looking character. There's a robot. And then there's a ant. The, the closest animal I can think of is an anteater because he has a, an attack later that he pulls out his like his long tongue and he can pull the guy back or whatever. Um, so. so- same as Knuckles yeah. from Sonic. <laughs> yeah. 
So, like, I think it's actually pretty decent. The only thing that bugs the crap out of me that the enemies just, they will, and the thing is, you have to attack them the same way. Like, the one way that I figured out how to attack these, like, groups of three or four enemies that come at you is you have to kind of get them all in a row and they just keep spamming the freaking X button. And and then the problem is they'll do the same thing to you. Like, because what happens is, okay, all of them have their own life bar, all four of the characters, right? So if one of them dies, the next one would just spawn automatically in the same spot. So they'll keep doing the same attack motion and they'll kill all my freaking people and then I have to restart the whole level again. Yeah. Because like and you can jump and stuff like that and you have another like a stronger attack with the Y button. But dude, I'm telling you, like there's times where I've got caught in that loop and there's nothing I can do. I'm trying to jump, I'm trying to use the other attack, I'm trying to do whatever and like nothing worked. Right. And I literally got killed by like these two monkey they have these uh two monkey enemies that they literally throw a banana and they also like kick you with their feet. So one of them's throwing the banana at me and the other one's freaking kicking me. And so they keep doing it to all of the, the freaking enemy, all of my people. Right. And they die. Yeah. You just and I'm like just unlock. Exactly. And I'm just like, Oh my God, this is so annoying. And then I find out that if I would have just done one of my special attacks to move them out of the way, I could keep going yeah. and I didn't have to kill them. And I was like, Oh my God, I wasted like an hour here. So, because most of the enemies, you know, like most beat em ups, you have to kill them to keep going. So, right. And this happens with other enemies as well. Like, there's these ducks that have these uh, meat cleavers, and they'll sometimes get you caught in that loop too. Um, but, like, aside from that, which the problem is it happens too frequently, the, the, I think the, the characters are, are pretty, like, varied. I like the, the art style is kind of quirky. I like the, all the colors and, um, it has like a little world map that you can go on, uh, to the different levels. And, um, it has a, uh, you do have like a skill level up system where you get different skills. Um, and then another thing too is if you die, you, you lose all your little, um, diamonds or whatever that you get from killing the enemies. Uh, Cause you're yeah. basically like, they're, they're attacked by this, um, this poisonous gas or whatever and you're you're cleansing them basically uh so to the power of cleansing to the power of violence <laughs> and then the the thing is also the bosses are kind of all similar at least the ones that I've fought so far I've only gone through the first couple worlds where you have to destroy their like minion in order for you to be able to hit the the boss so yeah. like the boss gets like locked you have to kill the minion, and then you then you can go keep hitting the boss, and the minion respawns. You have to keep doing the same cycle over and over and over. And yeah, that's, get that's something Yen really hated about the Remnant game. Well, I had like infinite spawning minions. Uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, this is kind of getting monotonous. <laughs> so, um, especially because like the one that I that I'm at, it's like a replica of of the Josh character. Yeah. So he has his moves. Like one of his special attack is like a the link. Basically, it's like the link thing where uh, from Smash Brothers where he does the he takes both swords and does like a tornado. Yeah, the sword curl or yeah. And 
he does it like all over the map and you don't have a way to go any faster. So you're like basically trying to dodge him or whatever and then trying not to get hit. And then it, after a while, they have more minions show up aside from him. He can kill them by doing that. They also attack you. So by the time you get done killing all the minions, that that boss is locked again. And then you have to deal with the same minion again. So, um, yeah, so there's some gameplay like design flaws there. Uh, but I think the basic conceit of the game is is pretty good. So yeah, look for it out. It, it's like I said, it's on all of the systems, uh, and and on PC, uh, Josh Journey, uh, Dark Totems, Darkness Totems. You know, if you want to check it out, uh, definitely do so. So I had, um, I'm not sure if he's the the main the main guy behind uh, the studio, uh, Provincia Studio. Uh, he reached out to me to see if I could review the game. So. Um, I may not be able to have it on October 6th when this uh, game launches because my girlfriend's in the middle of moving and I, I, I actually had to. Yeah. yeah. What? Oh, his, his, his name. Oh, man. I have yeah, the... Josh. <laughs> no, his name is not Josh, the person that reached out to me. Um, but still, I think it's always cool when you can, his name is Lurie. Uh, thank you, Lurie, for sending the code. I will try to have this review done as quick as possible. But like I said, I wasn't expecting that my girlfriend needed to move. So, and, and we, st- we just had the, the main problem why she has to move happen again tonight, uh, where the sewage freaking overflowed in the bathroom. So that has not been fun to have to deal with the last couple months. But either way, um, again, cool. And we can, when these indies have some really cool games that we can try out and play and go look out for it. Um, as far as games that are coming out pretty soon, aside from Josh Journey, Darkness Totems, uh, you can also go check out No Man's Sky on Switch. That'll be out by the time this is out. That's plat- plat- that's platinum for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that Dying Light 2 Bloody Ties DLC will be out. So, are you gonna? Did you ever get Dying Light? No, I had a requirement to get Dying Light Two in the first place. Yeah, like okay, they didn't send us, so fuck them. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if you ever like try to check out the game. No, uh, yeah, I heard yeah. it's not that good to begin with. Or you know, it's just very pedestrian. So it's like, ah, uh, okay. That No More Heroes Three hits all the other consoles have to be exclusive to Switch. A year, I think. <sighs> that Lego Brick Tales game comes out as well. Uh, if you needed more Lego, there you go. And uh, that Lost Idolans game, which is one of those like indie darlings for uh, a strategy game on PC, that comes out as well uh, next week. By the time on the thirteenth, by the time we do the next show, Triangle Strategy also comes out on PC. So if you can't pay, if you don't have a Switch, you can definitely check it out on Me PC too. then. You're too lazy to figure out how to work the Switch emulator. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and, and Mark's favorite series has another game, WRC Generations. If I'm going to say PC uh, Building Simulator. No, yeah. Uh, you know, your your favorite series has yeah, a, can't wait, can't has wait another game. Review, the, review that last one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and Trifox, another indie darling, comes out as well. And then Dragon Ball The Breakers 
Are you uh, excited for this one? Or? It has a neat idea, but no. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of my thought, too. Like, this is a neat idea, but I definitely I just don't not. like those types of games, personally, you know. Yeah. The whole, like, four-on-one thing just does not yeah. appeal to me at all. I could see it being a hit with people, the, especially the I mean, Love and the Dragon Ball crowd. The, pro- the problem is I don't have the, I don't have the other three players. I have, like, yeah. half a one with the ends. That's about it. Right. Oh, um, so. yeah, this would definitely be one that would be cool if it came to Game Pass or something, but uh, it's definitely not. So Yeah. But all right. Uh, and until uh, next week. We will see y'all later, folks. Later. Bye.